Look around, what do you see? Cars, lots of them. And guess what? They're probably on Auto Trader. Whether you're into timeless classics or the latest trends, did somebody say solar-powered, eco-friendly, vegan, leather-wrapped, aromatherapy-scented, disco ball-equipped, self-driving car? If you see it on the road, you can likely find it on Auto Trader. Big cars, small cars, blue cars, new cars, used cars, electric cars, and one day, maybe even flying cars. With millions of options to choose from, buying a car becomes a whole lot easier. See it. Find it. Auto Trader. Hey, and welcome to Short Stuff. I'm Josh. There's Chuck. There's Jerry over there. And this is Short Stuff about macadamia nuts. You heard me. Macadamia nuts. I love macadamia nuts. I, I do too. They're not my favorite nuts, but I, they're pretty high up there. I love them. I mean, you can't eat a lot of them because um, they're very, very oily and very <laughs> rich. Yeah. And they are delicious, but they're the kind of nut that, and I, I find this with a lot of nuts for me. If you eat too many of them, you get a little, uh, what I call nut stomach. <laughs> yeah, get a little, get a little nauseous. Not nauseous, but just you know, a sour belly. <laughs> you can't see straight. Yeah, it's no Swore good. Swerve your car. But I do love macadamia nuts, but they are not nuts. Uh, like no. Brazil nuts, they are seeds. Yes, and I was like, okay, what's the difference between nuts and seeds? It's hard to explain. Yeah. Nuts are the fruit of the plant, and they're surrounded by a hard shell, and they actually contain seeds. And seeds are an actual tiny version of the plant itself, an embryo of the plant. Yeah. And it's surrounded by the seed coat, which n- nourishes the plant's food for the plant as it grows. That's right. And this one is chock full of good, in, like, dinner party factoids. hmm And yes, I'm using the word factoids. And chock full. Um <laughs> So another one is you think, oh, macadamia nuts, uh, Hawaii, of course, is where these things first came from. Sure. Like the number one brand of macadamia nuts is Mauna Loa. And if that's not Hawaiian, I don't know what is. Yeah. Well, a lot of them do come from Hawaii for a bunch of reasons. But they originated uh, from our dear friends down under in Australia. Mm-hmm. And they were brought over uh, by a man named William Purvis. He planted <laughs> macadamia trees, which are mm-hmm. nice looking, by the way. They are. They're very pretty. Uh, He planted them on the Big Island in 1881 because they were growing a lot of sugar back then. I imagine they still grow a lot of sugar in Hawaii. Hmm. And he wanted a windbreak. So he was like, these trees look nice, and they provide the windbreak that I need. So let me plant plant these things. And uh, they don't produce nuts until they're four or five years old. So to his delight, uh, they bore a, a uh, a delicious yummy seed. So I saw that he didn't actually, he wasn't around to see that the seed could be eaten or at the very least to see it become popular. Oh, really? So he died within four or five years? (laughs) No, no, no. But uh, they didn't become popular until the 20s, about 40 years ago. Oh, sure. That's what I mean. But surely they ate them, right? No? I genuinely don't know. I don't know when they figured it out. Interesting. But but I know that, that some people... I guess some people had figured it out by about the turn of the century because the in, in around 1900, the entire global coffee market collapsed because Bol- uh, Bolivia, no, Brazil, ramped up its production and overproduced. And so, so d- supply outstripped demand and the prices just collapsed. And that was really bad for Hawaii because its economy was built in large part on coffee too. Yeah. So they set up the Hawaiian Agricultural Experiment Station, which if it wasn't affiliated with the University of Hawaii back then, it is now. And 
they um, they started saying, hey, you know what? The government will subsidize your land if you start planting macadamia nuts. And they actually didn't have very many takers at first. No. They're, you know, you get a, a five-year tax exemption, which is, you know, some pretty good dough. Sure. But I think it just – they didn't know that the world was going to go crazy for this stuff yet. Right. So no one was throwing their hat in the ring. When they did find out that people liked them, they really threw their hat in the ring. Uh, <laughs> they – I think it says here from – uh, 1932 to 1938, um, production went up from 423 acres to over a thousand acres in Hawaii, which I don't think we mentioned. The, the climate in Hawaii is just perfect for this stuff. That's why they grow it there. Yeah, right. So, like the cultivars, which I didn't know this, but cultivar is actually a com- combination of the words cultivated varieties. Did you know that? Yeah, I thought we talked about that in one of our, uh, foodie episodes. Maybe, maybe we maybe we did. And it's just, it didn't stick with me. But so a cultivar is basically where we say, hey, we really like this plant that's native to Australia. We're going to really um, work it over and, and, and basically breed it into a different version of itself. And that's what a cultivar is. And with the cultivars that are, um, have been used in Hawaii for, you know, a century or so now, um, they don't grow very well outside of Hawaii. Yeah. Which, from what I can tell, I mean, if you read between the lines here, Hawaii has basically the market cornered on macadamia nuts, which is good for Hawaii and for Hawaii's macadamia nut farmers, but bad for the world because the global demand for macadamia nuts just keeps growing, and it's not like the Hawaiian islands are growing anymore. So that's it's actually created a bit of a problem market-wise, which we'll talk about in a little bit. All right. We'll be right back. As important as choosing the right destination when traveling is choosing the right travel partner. Gene! Eugene Fodor! Gene, we'll boot it! Much of the joy you will find on the road comes from the person you share it with. So you write the books, Gene, and Vlastar on the business. I understand now. He's a wise man who marries a wiser woman. But be careful and choose your travel partner well, because the worst trips result when two partners have two different agendas. Get down! I'm not stupid, Gene. Something is going on, and it's high time you tell me the truth. Freeze, Americano! Gene, run! So travel before it's too late. Your money will return. Your time won't. And we're all too quickly approaching that final destination. Listen to Fodor's Guide to Espionage on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
All right. So if you've ever been to the store, you're like, man, I want to crush up some sweet macadamia nuts and I want to uh, dredge my fish filet in that stuff (laughs) and cook it up in the oven. You're like McDonald's filet of fish? No, 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 no. Have you ever done that? It's Uh, really good. I have, as a matter of fact. There's a, a, a restaurant chain called Roy's Hawaiian, uh, yeah. and they have a macadamia-crusted fish that's really, really good. It's very delicious, very easy to do. But uh, you might find that you're spending as much on your macadamia nuts as you are your fish. Yeah. Because it's expensive. Uh, they consider it a what's called a dessert nut um, rather than what's called a commodity crop, like any old other dumb nut <laughs> that you can just get tons and tons of. Or seed, because who can tell what's what sure, anymore? exactly. But here's the deal. There's quite a few factors that go into why um, you already mentioned that, you know, they really have the market quartered in Hawaii. Mm -hmm. So that's a big deal. Um, It takes seven years for a nut tree to produce a crop. So that's obviously going to drive up price some when you have to wait a a long time for an output. Yeah, and we said like four to five earlier. It's it's somewhere between four and seven, I think. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, the person in the interview said seven years, but yeah. Yeah, between four and seven. He may have been, like, inflating the numbers, you know? Yeah, maybe so. Uh, Another thing is there are uh, labor shortages in the agricultural field uh, in Hawaii. So, you know, they're having to pay them more and pay them more benefits. So that's driving up cost. Uh, There are invasive pests that hit macadamias, the felted coccid. coccid? I was going to say coccid. Coccid? (laughs) That's what I'm going with. (laughs) That's going to drive up the price. And the most important thing probably, though, is what you were alluding to, which is Hawaii's very expensive. The land is really expensive. Yeah. And because you have to wait four to seven years to get a crop, like, it's just not feasible to expand all these orchards. So you're kind of like just don't have a ton of growth. No, that's right. So, like, the production and supply is basically remaining steady yeah. while the demand goes up, which is how you get – macadamia nuts that go for $25 a pound. Yeah, that's a lot of money. So really, if you think about it, depending on the fish you're eating, it's maybe twice as much as that fish that you're you're using the macadamia nuts to crust. Well, you think I'm bringing some trash tilapia in there? <laughs> Garbage fish. <laughs> Garbage fish. <laughs> I've heard tilapia is referred to as the rats of the sea. Have you ever heard that? Uh, no, but I, I, I definitely um, learned a lot over the years because... In my younger days, I thought, like, tilapia was a very fancy thing. Yeah, I, I used to like it, and then I heard it called the rats of the sea, and I was like, I, I can't eat I can't eat this anymore. Yeah. Although seeing lobster called cockroaches of the sea didn't do much to, to thwart my love of lobster. No, I'll take a buttered mayonnaise cockroach roll any day. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> Delicious. Yeah. So are macadamia nuts... You know, they're super high in calories and fat, but Mm -hmm. does that mean they're bad for you? No, no. Supposedly, they're very, very good for you, Um, especially if they haven't been coated in delicious Meiji chocolate. Yeah, you don't need that stuff. No, you do. You do, but just don't (laughs) count it as, like, healthy. Have you ever had the Meiji chocolate-covered macadamia nuts? No, it is delicious, but I'm just saying a macadamia nut, to me, isn't something you have to dress up to still be delicious. Have you had the Spam-dusted Macadamia nuts? I, I think someone sent us those. Yes, and they're amazingly yeah. good. Yeah. Spam dust. <laughs> but if you're if you're just talking about just a plain old natural roasted macadamia nut, it actually is pretty good for you. They're very high in calories, but they also contain a lot of really good fats, monounsaturated fats, which are the kind that actually lower your LDL cholesterol. That's right. They have a, a lot of carbs, but 
they also have a lot of fiber. And so anybody who's ever been on a keto diet like Atkins or something like that can tell you it's the net carbs that you care about. So you subtract the grams of fiber from the total grams of carbs, and you end up with net carbs, and those are the ones that you start counting. And apparently with macadamia nuts, the net carbs are actually fairly low. And because they're high in carbs, but low in net carbs, that means the fiber in them, like plant fiber is among the best stuff you can eat. It keeps you so healthy. It keeps your gut uh, microbiota happy and thriving. Um, So apparently macadamia nuts are are chock full of them, as you would say. Yeah, they are also chock full of vitamins and minerals. (laughs) Um, Manganese, thiamine, copper. Yeah, which copper apparently um, aids in in what? Some sort of transport and absorption. Oh, really? Yeah, I can't I remember sure. what it was. It says in here, and I was like, I didn't know copper did that. God bless copper. <laughs> no wonder people are stealing it from houses. <laughs> Iron absorption. Oh, okay. Which is good. Yeah, people do steal it, don't they, from like AC units or yeah. your catalytic converter? Come on. Sure. That's somebody else's catalytic converter. <laughs> so... Chock full of, uh, despite being high <laughs> in calories, chock full of that good fiber, those good heart healthy fats and proteins and vitamins and minerals. Right. Um, you still don't want to sit down and eat a bowl full of them because, like I said, they're very rich. But <laughs> they say, you know, to it's a good filling nut. So if, <laughs> if you grab a handful between meals or something, that's way better than eating potato chips or some, you know, processed, ultra processed foods. Right, right. Yeah, and yeah, it'll keep you full like between meals or something. Sure. I, I, you just made me think of like sitting down and eating an actual bowl full of macadamia <laughs> like, nuts. It's like, I would be you so just, sick. You th- just start throwing up <laughs> from overeating macadamia nuts. Can you imagine? No. What uh, a vile thing to do. <laughs> I talked about the oil content though. They are 72% oil. And I did not know this. Here's another little factoid to finish us off. You can throw a mac, you can throw any nut. Into water, throw it in the yeah. toilet, yeah, and see if it floats. And if it's got seventy-two percent oil, like that macadamia nut, it's going to uh-huh. float. Yeah, and if it doesn't, apparently they just go flush. Yep, flush them down the toilet. I don't think macadamia nuts are actually tested in a toilet. No, I don't think so either. I'm hoping not. Well, that's it for macadamia nuts, Charles. I'm done. Right? What about you, Jerry? Anything? Uh-uh-uh. That's right. Uh, Well, thank you for joining us on Short Stuff. Short Stuff away. Stuff You Should Know is a production of iHeartRadio's How Stuff Works. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.